welcome back to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss our latest insights into self-improvement, productivity, and all the other fancy buzzwords out there. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Yasin. I'm Elias, and let's dive right into this week's episode's topic, which we finally happened to come up with again in advance a bit. <laughs> and it is power or the dark side of the force. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Which yeah. one would you not rather discuss, man? Well, I'm not a not into that whole Star Wars fandom. Wow! So. Get out of here. New co-host yeah, wanted. Um, please apply at our email. <laughs> <laughs> Are you though? Are you like a big Star Wars uh, fan? I mean, as a as a child or as a as an older child, uh, I don't know, till age fourteen or so, I was quite into it, and I'm still watching the new Star Wars movies if there are any coming out. Okay. Um, but I'm not like uh, nerd cosplay. Um, definitely need to go to Disneyland to see all the Star Wars characters. That that's not what what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Good. Because I hope that was believable. <laughs> right. <laughs> because otherwise the podcast would end right here. <laughs> okay. Are you like uh, indirectly uh, dissing everyone who's... <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Okay. You can, What's your you problem, come for, man? Yeah, you can come for me, guys. You can, uh, you can blow up my email inbox and... <laughs> Not only and that, man. I'll tell them where you live. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> let's have a fight they're gonna, come with, their, they're gonna come with up. their plastic lightsabers and i'm just gonna anyways why are we talking about this <laughs> uh great and to be back up your ass man and great to your ass. right great to be back great to record yet another another episode of our amazing podcast in my side and as elias mentioned we're gonna talk about power which is yes. my favorite topic by far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand why that uh, could be the case. I mean, you might wish to have a lot of it and don't have it at the moment. So, well, I mean, that's, I see that's, the ambivalence. I see that's, actually, there. that's actually quite accurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> jokes aside, <laughs> that's actually quite accurate. No, but actually, in this episode, let's just prove you right here that you actually have a lot of power about, um, yeah, um, about other people and how you can influence them. And let, let's dig a bit deeper because power is not like this, I guess, uh, construct of politicians being able to pass laws or uh, that fancy mafia boss from from Sicily that has his his fancy Godfather music playing all day long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's part of it, yes, but mm, I think we need to we need to widen our definition a little. And luckily there was someone in history over a hundred years ago, Max Weber, quite a cool dude, <laughs> who already defined it for us and now try to <laughs> translate it now. <laughs> Uh, power is the ability to, um, within a social relationship, uh, try to enforce your own will also against um, oppos <laughs> an opposition or opposite adversity. Yeah. Yeah. And that means, well, it's it's the ability to do so well it's 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 not a fixed construct like we just came up with the mafia boss from sicily or the, i don't know uh, angela merkel from germany or donald trump um it could also be you um in a social relationship like i don't know with your imaginary girlfriend or <laughs> <laughs> um or just with your family <laughs> nice to one. to be able and you don't need to do that but to be able to you to do yeah put your own will into reality even if uh, if you have to break the will of of the others in your family to do so hmm. yeah. interesting okay so so it might be like a bit that of a, who has the stronger will or something? <laughs> or who has who is backed up? No. Yeah. 
by Delon and, and shit awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Lots of definitional stuff now. Um, any questions yet? <laughs> hmm, I'm just thinking. I think with that kind of, how would you say that? With that widened definition of power, would you say that? Ooh. Deep question incoming. Deep question alert. Yeah, let me just <laughs> let me just let me just come up with one because I don't actually know what I want to what I want to ask. But I mean, that's with that's that problem. With that definition, would you say that you? Hmm. Would you, time, would you say? <laughs> I'm just gonna repeat the same words over and over again for the <laughs> That's rest an of the ASMR episode. podcast, but now, just, like, what you yeah, say? Yeah. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep the suspense for the rest would of the podcast. Would you say? Would you say? Would you say? <laughs> okay. Do you perceive people who have, let's say, a strong will in the way you just define it when it comes to power? in social interactions, would you perceive those mm -hmm. people as having more power or just annoying? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's yeah, hard to answer. I mean, um, definitely annoying in some sort of sense if they are... Mm, if the constituent of their power is not something based on yeah commonly accepted goods like logic and rather uh, being the drama queen or stuff and then trying to you to force your power through that way then or to force you and force your will by being the drama queen that uh, in, for example in a relationship <laughs> um always uh, always kind of becoming angry and hysterical and blah 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 um then obviously that's annoying the person is still powerful enough though to enforce their will so that is a, some sort of power that that person has over the other person in that relationship but they could also use a bit of logic and oh yeah i want to go to this place in in my next location because oh we have been traveling to america the last few years already or to our favorite camping spot at lake garda as the typical <laughs> german would say so yeah let's travel there now a bit and explore and blah 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 here are some arguments in both cases um the person in that relationship has power in one they are quite annoying in the other i guess not so much so having having power um if i not deviate too much from your question um go ahead man can be constructive or not not as constructive as, as yeah <laughs> okay and annoying maybe even yeah I mean, there are cool people that have power also, like in, in science or so, and they, they are well-versed and they know what they're doing. And they also know in which way they are currently exerting that power on, on someone else. Yeah, uh, for sure. The drama queen probably doesn't know that actually the way she enforces, or he, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Hard, oh, yeah, shit. The misogynism is sorry, coming sorry, through. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man, sorry. Now I'm cancelled. <laughs> I don't have enough power to to win this argument. But the drama queen, they don't uh, they are not probably I mean they can actively use it, <laughs> obviously, as a mean to enforce their will. Then they're just an asshole if they are actively knowing that they're doing it. <laughs> but uh, usually I guess they don't know, and in this in this case they are, might be destroying the relationship. Um because they're mean? using uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you mean when you say they probably don't realize yeah they, they are that? not aware they are not aware about how they have power about other people okay explain about how they further. have uh, power about uh, their partner in the relationship because for example um, their partner might be a person that really loves uh, harmony in the relationship and uh, doesn't deal well with conflict oh might be cool like 
and now that they don't, now they don't know that, like the, the Roman queen, they don't know that, but uh, subconsciously they might be like, oh yeah, might be cool now to be a bit of a drama queen because the other person will agree to what I'm, what I want out of this discussion if I'm if I'm over dramatical uh, and and try to promote a conflict here because they are quite harmonical or they they love harmony, um, and if they're not aware about that, then they are. Um, repeatedly enforcing their own will um uh, which is yeah quite cool for them but in the long term because they're not aware of it they might be destroying the relationship because the other person might think okay man with this person here <laughs> i'm i'm always in a conflict uh, they always get what they want out of out of their conflicts <laughs> might be better to break up now right um and that's why it might make sense to know a bit more about how you how you use your power and which means you use um, how you enforce it and also what your personal trigger points are um, where other people might come in for sure hmm. okay <laughs> is that too lecture style are you here sorry man no no, no no it's fine it's fine so huh, I'm just thinking yeah. I would actually extend the definition a bit further or like Ooh. add a paragraph because uh, the way the way you defined it, it sounds like it's not how I defined it. <laughs> well, yeah, the way you yeah. gave us the definition, whatever. Um, it sounds like anytime someone is in a social interaction and kind of is able to get what they want out of the interaction, even though yeah. the other person may oppose to that to some degree, yeah. that person by definition has more power and yes in the context of just that one social interaction yeah. okay but in the context of that one social interaction yes absolutely but i'm thinking let's say more more big picture i think people who are very or who have become very powerful are very good at knowing when to shut up and kind of following a long-term plan and kind of focusing more on that whole thing of it's not so important to win. It sounds cheesy, but it's not so important mm -hmm. to win every single battle and it's more important to win the war at the end. What do you think about that? About that like mm. more long-term strategy? Yeah. But, hmm. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, I mean, in a long-term strategy game, I think the other, the person that plans out, like a tactician and stuff, they have more power in the long term. Um, however, I mean, in those individual situations, the other person that they're battling against still i'm not sure they still it, it i think you're you're more hung on, up on the fact that power for you is uh, someone who knows all the possible um outcomes of of this long-term game that the people are playing in, in your sort of view that the person in the long term who has the upper hand has more power. But I think it's 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 okay also to break it down into more individual situations. Um, in the long term game, okay, the other person has more power because in the long term game, okay, they might uh, get through their long term will. Uh, they they might push through their long term will against uh, all the other outside factors, outside people. Um, whereas obviously in the short term game i think they have had less power because they could not yeah push through their own will or they actively chose so not to do so um it might be discussable whether actively choosing not to use your own power is also a sort of power i guess so um <laughs> but that overcomplifies, I guess, the whole definition to another meta level, which we I guess don't need right now. I mean, I, I I partially understand where you're coming from, yes, but I think it doesn't ruin the whole definition yet. 
No, it doesn't ruin it. I just said I wanted to extend it because I think that's also yeah. an important part. Because for me mm. personally, quote unquote, winning those daily little social interactions and kind of exerting your power everywhere you go isn't really that attractive to me. Whereas playing the long-term game and kind of, let's say, coming out on top at the end is what real power is to me. And I don't really care about someone who is winning in the short term and kind of exerting power and being dominant and whatever. Because I don't really care about that person as much as I care about the person who sort of just stands there and listens and observes and then kind of surprises everyone in the end. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably the better approach. But it's, I think that still doesn't change the fact that the other person uh, who who is in the short term more successful still has more power about um, um, over you in, in that period of time until you yes. get above them. Um, yes. Because you actively chose uh, to actually let them rule over you in that situation. So they have more power over you in that situation yeah for and sure in the long term the, the, the situation might change <laughs> for sure but for me it's it's more of an active decision not to exert your power unless less a thing of that person doesn't have power it's sort of just the decision to let's say take those power batteries you have <laughs> and choose very carefully when and where you use them Whereas the other person just is constantly, let's say, fighting these social dominance battles and therefore yeah. tiring out pretty quickly. Whereas the other person sort of con conserves their energy and, in my eyes, <laughs> is more powerful than the other person. Mm. Okay, that's that's what you mean. Mm mean good point i'm I'm wondering whether we're... no but I'm... in the long term they are more powerful still <laughs> i would i would uh, keep my keep my standpoint here actually um uh, i think what you're talking about is more like uh, successful maybe or overall successful in the long term because they definitely are by doing that strategy and not getting involved in every conflict um, but still in the first period of time I think the other person is uh, the person that gets to put through their will even though they are depleting their batteries and stuff they are more powerful there and if you can if you expand that on the whole time frame <laughs> to repeat the argumentation I guess then I take every single um, occurrence into account then then okay, I can agree with you. Like, in the long term, your person is the is the better, the more successful person. That then in the end also has more power. But it's I think funny. we're getting lost in a little. Uh, no, and it's here. fine. It's just funny. I I wasn't arguing against you. I, I was just pointing out another form of power. Yeah, yeah. But it's many it's, people just it's don't nice talk about. You should, you should study philosophy, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a few semesters oh, from that now. laugh here. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> laughing <laughs> through the pain. I really yeah. don't have time for that. Hide the pain, Harold. Right no, hide the pain. Exactly. Harold. Anyways, getting back to topic. So, so we talked about the let's definition. Get a bit in, let's make it a bit more personal then. So, so or or let's get it to a point where we can talk about it more personally, because now. You know, humans, they are quite vulnerable and they, they need different things in, while they're living. You could think of that Maslow pyramid. Yeah. Thing, like, um, food and blah, blah, and basic needs, then psychological needs, uh, self-actualization stuff, um, which are higher up on the pyramid. And um, these points or these needs they are kind of the the handling points or the the access points of other people to enforce their will over you okay as the three basic principles of your psychological needs for example 
you want autonomy, you want competence, and you want relatedness. Meaning, uh, relatedness, you want to live in social relationships. <laughs> that That is already um, the point that doesn't even let you escape from all the power structures because you need some social relationships. Um, that's usually the... Um, Okay, let, let me explain those three points first. Okay, you want to live in social relationships, relatedness. You want uh, to have autonomy. You want to decide on your own what you're doing in your life. Or you actively want to choose uh, the thing that somebody else tells you to do <laughs> to actually also do that and not just be ruled over um, by others without choosing to do so. And you want competence. That means you want to um, be, be active. You want to... to realize some sort of idea of yours um and those three are kind of in a little uh, triangle of uh, uh how you triangle of doom i don't know <laughs> sure. when it comes to power because you usually trade off uh, one against the other because when it comes to relatedness oh uh, the group has power um power exerts power on you because you want to belong to that group, um, therefore you sacrifice a bit of your autonomy. Um, because you do stupid, uh, I don't know, <laughs> what did we do as children back then? <laughs> to, to belong to a group. You might buy uh, Pokemon cards or so, because that's high, uh, cool. Yeah. Or you, you spend a lot of money on the latest uh, Clash Royale game or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure, things like that, yeah. yeah. And you trade off your autonomy. There, for example. Mm. And that you do, I guess, in, in a lot of different different areas uh, in your life. And those are those serve as like the access points where other people might influence you or might exert their will over yours. Um, and same for you. Uh, you also use those things. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, to to enforce your will onto others and where did you learn that that stuff yeah you basically i guess in your early life uh, from your parents i guess a lot um i guess you in most cases it feels nice to have power about uh, to have power more power than other people <laughs> to enforce your will um yeah um that that's i guess the basic structure we we handle here um with or that we deal with here right now in the moment and now let's if you don't have any questions <laughs> on that part no go ahead uh, we can can get a bit into how we um use power okay um there, I actually also have some exercises. Uh, let me see whether we can actually use them usefully. Um, or do do any do any instances uh, for you come to mind where where you subconsciously or consciously. Um, abuse the trigger points of others or where where you try to exert power hmm nah man i'm an angel i would never do that i'm just where are you like wings, the most did it did it hurt man did it hurt <laughs> when i fell from the sky <laughs> yes it from did the heavens. yeah man <laughs> um, i mean i can i can already start a bit um sure go ahead well while you are thinking man continue my monologue <laughs> okay usually um or sometimes i don't know maybe also this episode <laughs> at least in this episode not consciously um i tr try to exert power over others by using my knowledge in a certain field maybe like knowledge is a mean of exerting power um, <laughs> maybe even too much uh, by using stupid argumentation or like not stupid, but like using too formal high argumentation that does not serve the argument, but rather 
to make the other person shut up <laughs> that they don't understand anything <laughs> anymore what i'm saying because it uses too stupid vocabulary or too too intelligent vocabulary from them um which is like not the not the goal of the discussion <laughs> trying yeah. to come to a common conclusion not like ooh, use unfair means of discussing yeah Sorry. Do, do you know do you know i, I think it's a, i think it's even a meme of if you if you can't beat them confuse them <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that's probably like, every flat earthers uh baseline strategy yeah probably probably yeah just like bullshitting it doesn't like even sometimes have to be. <laughs> sometimes they're like asking really really stupid questions that confuse you so much yeah that i don't even know anymore how to argument with physics against <laughs> what they are saying <laughs> yeah for sure yeah, I think it's But what just, if there's this giant space lamp out, of, yeah, out yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think it's just the art of bullshitting, honestly. Yeah. I think some people are just very, very, very good at it. And just mm. just talking a lot and talking quickly and making up straw arguments that aren't really arguments. Or just, just <laughs> talking bullshit, but because they talk Hashtag so quickly. German and, politicians. Yeah, exactly. You have no <laughs> freaking idea what's going on. Um, so you either just shut up, as you said, or you you try to you try to come with another argument, but don't really know what to target because what they just said didn't make any fucking sense. I mean, another strategy, obviously, also is to just call them out on their bullshit. But that's I mean, it depends on who you're talking with and what kind of argument yeah, it is. Exactly. But I mean that 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 could also work. But usually, honestly, usually when I see people doing that, I I lose interest in the argument or the debate or whatever i'm in because if they retreat a uh, retreat to such dumb techniques then there's really nothing left for me to yeah. argue with anyways yeah. but so we much have about also that. other other means of exerting power like trying to use morals for example like cancel culture oh yes and yes yeah portraying of, yourself but, as a sort of yeah. saint and someone who who couldn't hurt even a fly and whatever and i'm um, such a or, peaceful person or even trying to shut someone out of the discussion because they are not 100 percent um living a lifestyle they are proclaiming to live like uh, in the sense right. of you are a bad person because two times a year on christmas and somewhere else you eat some meat yeah. uh, or some some animal <laughs> um you cannot call yourself a vegetarian or anything you're a bad person whereas the person actually like objectively is probably doing a lot more for the climate and animal health blah 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 than the typical meat eater but they're still thrown in the same bucket <laughs> yeah for sure as an example i guess you have other reasons <laughs> there are lots of examples of um yeah but yeah trying to use that as power um trigger point and Obviously, that works quite well, usually, because um, these people who, who are vegetarians, vegan or something, they actually try their best to do uh, to do something good for the animals or for the climate or whatever their reasoning might be. And then such uh, morals uh, or such uh, means of using power, they hit quite hard home because they're trying their best already and then somebody comes along and tells them no you're actually shit you should pay attention to this and this and this and that and yeah yeah that's that's absolutely true i mean it, it happens all the time i see it happen all the time in university to be quite honest with a lot of people i think a way to also exert power i i just remembered because i was talking about university is to as i said just bullshitting and saying things without any real meaning or substance behind behind them just so you are yeah, the one talking. Have a concrete example at the moment yeah. nothing concrete but there are a lot of people and a lot of people in university i don't want to i don't want to say names obviously but um yeah, sure. they're quite well known among the us but you are there alexa students. you should watch out <laughs> <laughs> and no, i probably activated everyone's alexa <laughs> No. <laughs> anyways so no product um, placement yet there are dude <laughs> what are you talking about Alexa. Uh, anyways 
Yeah, there are, there are some people who during lectures or seminars, or whatever, they feel the need to ask questions or to say stuff that oh, yeah. really has no substance and has no r real meaning behind it or has no purpose other than just asking the question for the sake of asking a question and for the sake of mm -hmm. just appearing like you're listening or whatever. Uh, and just putting yourself kind of in the uh, center of attention, which I f find really dumb and annoying. And most people find mm -hmm. it annoying. And they're like... But do, but do you think it, that's a power play? I think it is, for sure. Because if you're if you're in a group of, I don't know, 150 students when we have lectures or whatever, uh, it's a way to, again, be the center of attention, to be someone that the professor will kind of keep in mind not because he's done or she has done something incredible, but just because they've asked a dumb question over and over again. <laughs> but to um, be honest, if I was a professor, then I'd definitely keep that person in mind, but <laughs> very negatively, man. <laughs> sure, but it can it can also be a quite a good strat strategy because yeah. um, there are a lot of benefits that come with having a sort of more personal relationship with your, with your professor, even if that means they just have you in mind as the one who constantly asks questions during the lecture uh, or is the one who appears to be interested but really has no clue what's going on and doesn't really care. He just cares about being seen and being the center of attention. That Then that can definitely be a power game, let's say. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, I guess. <laughs> I mean, at least there are they're they're enforcing their will or yeah their will for a minute which takes away 200 times one minute from a lifetime <laughs> from other people against their will so yeah. <laughs> yeah makes sense but but let's make it more personal again not that general what what do you have any trigger points any personal trigger points where other people can easily like or that you know of or that come to mind right now, if you consciously think about it, where other people usually try to, yeah, win an argument against you or try to enforce their will against you. Hmm. Because with me, it's it's some it's I can already start while you think again if you want. Sure. <laughs> for me, for example, it's if you have the right competition, like that, I not perceive as childish or anything then I really want to be the best in that competition. Um, and you can really make me do stupid things, I guess, to, to win that competition. <laughs> For example, I don't know, if I'm drunk enough already, you can easily get me into a drinking game. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Just because I'm very competitive and I I, I trained, uh, I don't know, I, I, conditioned, I was conditioned maybe in my childhood also to be good, better, perfect than others. <laughs> no. and that's that's yeah 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 no not like asian parents or something <clears throat> no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i hope that for all of our first time listeners out there that it's not a reason to cancel me right now <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I bet you're you gonna stick get around canceled. for another few episodes to get to know us better <laughs> no 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 you're gonna get cancelled it's <laughs> over <laughs> this whole episode is already a huge uh, problem yeah, well, from the I, community I, I, yeah I think I think people know what you mean okay some competitiveness mm. and sort of mm. being better than your peers mm. that's a trigger point so yeah, also trying to trying to appeal to my sense of guilt. In what uh, way? Oh, uh, what? You cannot join us this weekend to do this extra work session? Oh, yes. How oh, can yeah. you not uh, support our social cause here right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Dude, tends to get me. I've been better at recognizing... I've been getting better at recognizing that and just saying, no, my weekend is my weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually had an exact, uh, like the exact same situation happened to me like just a few days ago uh, mm -hmm. where also someone was trying to like guilt trip me into doing something and I just got so pissed off. Like that's definitely a trigger point. I don't. I usually don't show it. No, no. But I, I don't mean trigger point in the sense of you get angry about that. Trigger point in the sense of okay, if they use that, it usually works on you, and they they get can enforce their will. 
by using ah that. okay 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 no that's but, just something I mean, that makes okay, me okay you also get you also get <laughs> triggered actually by that okay. i actually get triggered yeah yeah i mean it yeah. depends if the person is way too persistent it's another thing if someone tries one two three times and it's another thing yeah. if someone tries like a dozen times and just won't let it go then at some point i'm probably gonna punch that person um <laughs> but um uh, okay so someone something that a trigger point that makes me lose a power game let's say in social interactions for example yeah okay but we can also um, stick with actual trigger points i guess but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, okay. basically points where other people can easily influence you. Like mm. whether there are any situations. Okay, I yeah, I think I think one thing that comes to mind is I think I talked about that on the podcast and to you in person as well, is when I'm in new situations and with new people, and especially people I consider to be smart and accomplished and all of that, I do have a tendency to to uh, how can i describe it to feel inferior in a way and inferior not in i'm i'm worse than them inferior in the way that i can learn so much from those people and so my go-to strategy often is to shut up and to listen and to observe the people around me to learn from them and that can lead to people thinking i'm quiet or i'm shy or whatever when really i'm just kind of when really I'm just observing everything they say and do and kind of picking the things that work for me and that help help me improve. And once I'm kind of done with that analysis, <laughs> then the table turns kind of. But in the first how the, stages... How the turns have tables. The, tur the turntables, yeah. Um, but in the first stages, it can, it can seem like I'm quiet and shy and people have then a tendency to kind of ignore me, talk over me and uh, just assume that I'm not very assertive when really i'm just i'm just collecting and analyzing but, information and and when somebody calls you out on that then in the situation where you're still observing Do does that make you very say, uncertain or un unsure or, or oh, because call, call me out in that way yeah in the sense of oh yes and you're not a social person or something you're only listening you right now you you don't have an opinion of your own or what a shitty personality i don't know <laughs> something like that <laughs> to, to put it in very abstract words yeah that's yeah, like very uncertain or unsure then um yeah. no it does make me unsure honestly that just it, it doesn't it doesn't really get to me to be honest i don't really care because i know why i'm doing that and why that person may perceive me that that way it's not like oh i don't know where is this coming from i'm such a social person usually i know i'm right now i'm in observing mode and I don't need to explain that to them. And at some point they, they're going to see like who I'm, I am and that I'm not like just sitting in a, in a corner quiet. But then I'm still very unsure about how other people have power about you then in that situation. Because you're very aware of, <laughs> of what you're doing in that situation. Well, yeah, I'm w w very aware of that. But in the way they can exert power over me in some sense is... That, ah, I, that you completely exchange your behavior in that situation, okay? Yeah, I don't change necessarily, but I just don't really engage much mm. with the people around me if it's not the time for me to do that. Mm. Or, but again, it 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 rarely happens to that extreme. Um, but when I'm thrown in very very new situations, and when especially when it's an environment of, again, as you said, competition, uh, or just. As I said, people who are all very smart, very accomplished, then that's often kind of the th the mode I go into, and it's quite a conscious decision, because there's not much value for for me to waste all my energy trying to make small talk with every single person. I do that, of course, but most of the time I spend kind of observing, and that's when people think they can just ignore me or talk over me and stuff which I then consciously, to some extent, just accept and let them do temporarily okay. and I, until I'm done with my analysis of the situation, let's say, <laughs> if I feel like I need to do that. And after that, the turn... And then you're like the quiet guy that you described earlier that loses the initial power plays and... <laughs> mm, yeah, no. And then wins the long-term game because you now analyze the whole... Uh, 
social structure of, of the group. <laughs> and well, what they like and don't yeah. like. You analyze their trigger points. and <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, I have a file on every single person I know. I just keep Ooh. keep the files here and write everything down I know about them. Can you send me a copy of mine? <laughs> <laughs> Would be quite interesting. Sure, sure, can do. Um, yeah. Nah, man, it's it's just it, it's it's less. I think for for me, it's less from a standpoint of I want to have power over those people, and that's why I'm analyzing them. It's more of a I want to learn from those people, and I don't want to be an ignorant bastard and just assume <laughs> that I know everything because I don't. And if I sense or if I can see that people are just more accomplished and smarter than me, which, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, If I can see that people are more accomplished and smarter than me, and that's usually or often true in in a university environment, especially in something like psychology, Mm -hmm. um, I I just prefer to learn from them first and then kind of let loose a bit. But yeah, that, that was a long explanation. <laughs> for yeah, no, question. no, but uh, I think it was difficult to put into relation with power first, but no, it makes sense, at least for me. I also have another one that that still kind of tends to get me, I think, that uh, I guess was trained onto me in my childhood because not my parents specifically, but like all the surroundings, like people that came to visit our place and school and blah 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 they all tended to say oh what a well-behaved child and you obviously want to live up to that picture right yeah (laughs) when you do something not well behaved um, and they call you out on that then you're gonna be punished with the belt no but that that's like a trigger point where i might give in to the discussion or to the point that the other one has because oh shit, yeah. yeah, actually, I'm not fulfilling that stupid value thing that has been trained on, conditioned onto me since childhood. Um, that's why it's important to overthink your value system before you actually want to have that in there, as an example. Now let's let's because we're getting nearer to the end of our episode. Let's get a bit more into how we are using um, power in in our relationships with other people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh huh. Mm, okay. You you think how so do we can, use can that? Also, can also start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm someone who does a lot of things in life to to kind of enjoy to the fullest, or I don't even know whether that's the best way to go about that to to collect as many experiences as possible from all over the place um my girlfriend is more of a chilled person (laughs) that is fine with going to university and then chilling out the rest of the day for example um however i'm i tend to in some conversations i tend to nudge her into the direction of oh wouldn't you want to try out this or that or that could be a cool experience to just um yeah <laughs> I, i'm not even sure why i'm doing that maybe my um imagination of dad making a, a better girlfriend or whatever but that's not the case if you think about it um but that nudging i think is some sort of power play because if you're in a relationship with another person, they kind, yeah, they kind of sort of uh, give a give a damn. No, don't give not a, you know, they they give something about your opinion. They don't give a damn about your opinion, and you can abuse that in that sense. <laughs> not that I'm actively consciously trying to do that. It just happens subconsciously, and then after thinking about it afterwards, oh fuck, why why was I like that? Why? Why did I? Why did I try to nudge her again or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that. Yeah. As as an example. <laughs> the other thing is obviously the lecturing stuff that happens sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? The lecturing. Of trying stuff? to profile myself in in a group by either. Uh, and I'm trying to reduce that as much as possible by either listing all this, uh, the stupid things that I'm doing, uh, podcasts, 
physics, philosophy, blah blah blah, and completely destroying the other person by <laughs> by oh I'm doing like by making them think they are not worthy enough because they are just doing their normal study program, which is a full time job anyways already, you know? Like isn't that stupid to make other people feel bad about themselves because of that? Um yeah. that sometimes happens because it makes you know i'm also just a human because it makes you feel good if you kind of are able to brag about that stuff you know and it kind of gives you a power position in in the conversation with that person for sure because you are the person that has a lot of experience in lots of different fields whereas the other person is just just setting their normal degree which they might also be an expert in i mean it doesn't make me a better person right so that lecturing thing come <laughs> or that either the the stuff i'm doing or the lecturing thing of oh i know a lot about the specific topic here right now let me pull uh, push out all the knowledge onto you even though it doesn't advance the conversation that much um those are stupid plays that i sometimes do <laughs> that are stupid power plays in that sense that i should yeah. not do anymore hmm okay man <laughs> Well, I, I can definitely relate to okay. the first part when it comes to relationships with people in general. Um, that I often have a pretty clear vision of the potential of the people around me, of how they could be and what they could do and how amazing they could be if they just mm -hmm. put in the work in certain areas that I pride myself in knowing and <laughs> I often see it as my responsibility to show them that potential and to kind of help them imagine the kind of person they could become if they just listen to me, <laughs> basically. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And <clears throat> in that sense, I kind of relate to you that I, I don't know how often I do that consciously, but unconsciously, I definitely have done that a lot in the past when talking to friends and people and even family members that I try to nudge them into doing certain things a certain way or yeah or, or or just basically just kind of manipulating them in a way to follow the plan that I have set for themselves in my head that I know will work and they know it will work like they agree yeah that's great and that would be amazing but they don't really want to do that and that's not who they are and that's not who they want to be but I often just don't care about that because yeah. I I am the arrogant bastard I am and I think, well, I know what's best for you and I, I know you should just listen to me and why don't you just do what I tell you to do? Uh, I've thought this over and over. You don't have any clue what you're doing. Just shut up, listen to me and you're going to be great. And yes, that may be the case in certain, in certain areas <laughs> and all of that. Um, Quite the humble opinion here you have of yourself. Well, that, believe me, that was very humble. I, I tried to kind of yeah. <laughs> make it <laughs> sound it a bit more still, yeah. To <laughs> <I see. laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, you should, I, you should you should see how he's behaving outside of the podcast, people. <laughs> yeah, um, but arrogant. You, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Nah. Um, That's fine. You're quite nice. but yeah, I, I tend to do that a lot mm -hmm. and I, I'm trying to con control it more and more and just give people, you know, the support they, they need and support them in whatever way I can in the things they actually want to do and in, in the vision for the life they have kind of, um, they have kind of created for themselves and not trying so much to, to push them into a certain direction, just because I think that would be better from the, for, for them. And honestly, it's quite hard because in my mind, some people, again, it's just in my mind, some people descend or are on the way to descend into chaos uh, in like 20 years time if they continue like that. Not because they're doing terrible stuff now, but they just do the wrong things, in my opinion. Especially if I was in their position, I would do th things yeah. completely differently. Um, but I just have to accept that Sure, I can give them advice if they want to. I can I can try to help them if I genuinely think it, it, there, there's a better solution for it. But I'm trying to control myself more and more, not to force them or mani manipulate them 
into doing certain things. And it's hard, man. Fuck. <laughs> But man, a question on that note. Yeah. Are you first trying to understand that other person in that situation? Or are you just like the outside bystander that thinks, oh yeah, that could be easily solved if that person did this and that. And you just tell them. Because... I think the element of trying to understand the other person first uh, is rather important when <laughs> when trying to lecture them about something. Yeah. Because well, you might have the completely wrong clue about their situation. Point A and point B, you're an arrogant bastard if you're trying to lecture <laughs> someone how they should do stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's that issue here kind of is probably the... The um, main parental issue that every parent will come across, like, for sure. Are you tr just trying sure. to lecture your child because you think that's how it's done best, or are you trying to actually understand your child first of why they have that specific need here right now, and are then trying to come up with, with a solution with that child, not without the child? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> I, and that's I'd basically say also the case with all the other relationships there. No, yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, I would say a few years ago, I maybe was definitely more on the, I don't care what what your thought process is, just listen to me. Uh, and now it's switching more and more <laughs> into... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, I, I never lectured people in that way. I never sat yeah. them down and was like, here's the 20-year plan, just follow it and thank me later. It was more of a just giving them little nudges here and there and kind of again helping them imagine what i have imagined for them um but now it's going more into the direction of as you said trying to understand them first and why they struggle with the things that seem just so blatantly obvious to me and from then on if they want advice or if they need my help i can give them that but i also make it a point to make it very clear that it's their decision and their life And they shouldn't let anyone influence that, including me. Even if I think that my solution is the best solution, they should just ignore all that if it doesn't feel right and just go with whatever they think it's, is right. And if, if it isn't right for them, if they burn their hand, then that's the way it is. That's how you learn. You know, failure is part of the journey, all of that. But at least they figured that out themselves and weren't forced into it by someone else. Hmm. Are you still consciously trying to nudge people, kind of manipulating yeah, some, them? Sometimes, yeah. Decisions. Sometimes, yeah. But uh, but Ooh. the thing is, and the Ooh. way I kind of oh shit, <laughs> cancel. <laughs> well, the thing is, cancel him, this unmoral <laughs> bastard. Three <laughs> hundred years ago, it was like burn him, and now it's cancel. Burn him. the witch. Burn the witch. <laughs> um, well, the yeah. thing is. I mean, yeah, sure. I think we all do that to some extent. And again, I've, I'm controlling it better and better. And I, I think at this point, actually, it's not, it's not such a strong instinct anymore. But yeah, sometimes I, I definitely do that. But it's usually, or not usually, it's actually never out of bad intentions. It's never I'm trying yeah. to hurt that person. In my mind, I generally have the solutions for all the problems if they just listen to me. Um, but yeah, as I said, I'm trying but not to do that too are, much. Are you Go also ahead. doing that in, let's say, your most valuable relationships with people you really trust? I don't know, your little bro or or your mom or so. Well, that's, yeah, that's are you also actually, doing that there? <clears throat> I think the closer the relationship, the more I do that or the more I have the tendency Ooh, to do that. Okay, okay. Because I, if I, the more I care about a person, the more I care about them being successful or accomplished or whatever and the more I, i care about them being able to fulfill their potential that i see and they often see or maybe don't see and yeah so the more i care about the person the stronger the instinct to to help them lay out the perfect plan for the future and when i say help them lay out the perfect plan i mean just presenting it to them and they hopefully just listen Uh, but again, I'm trying to do that less and less and I'm just trying to give people the freedom and to decide whatever they want to do. Um, and yeah, but again, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard because... Yeah, because I'm wondering like, wouldn't those most valuable relationship of yours 
Would those actually be the ones where you are not trying to manipulate or and rather openly talk about uh, your views about that stuff and also their views about it and in the context of them or of trying to understand them? First. Yeah, again, I, I just want to clarify because we use the <laughs> words manipulate and all of that. It's not like I'm... It, it was yeah, never manipulate like... Yeah, manipulate is negatively I'm, connotated, I know. Yeah. But you can also try to uh, achieve something good by that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I get that. Yeah, you can also use so, the, those manipulative the techniques people to make other people to reach their potential. Again, but I, I usually be more talk very openly like, with with those people. Sorry, the connection is bad. <laughs> your uh, your okay. connection connection broke yeah. off or no? <laughs> okay, try again. Ah, man, you're back. Nice. Where? Did we leave off? I still, I still can hear you very, very <laughs> badly. Gone again. Let me just, yeah, let me just stop uh, the top. camera. Yep. Okay, <laughs> we're can back you hear in the me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, okay, man. perfect. Sorry, people. So, uh, uh, gotta have to repeat German the. Internet. Yeah, we should move to Romania. You have to repeat <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you have to repeat the the last fifteen seconds. Okay. Um. So. Let's start off here again. I, I know that manipulation is a negatively connotated uh, word, um, meaning that people usually associate negative things with it, like trying to yeah force your will through the hard power way, <laughs> trying to bribe people or whatever, by whatever means possible or so. Um, but that, that's not at all the case. I definitely agree with you that you can also use that to make people reach their full potential and have only the best intentions in mind. What I think, or what I'm questioning, or what I'm wondering about is, um, is that actually the best way to go about things? Um, should we not rather try to openly discuss such things rather than using uh, manipulative techniques where the other person uh, doesn't even get that you're manipulating them? Because... If at some point in the future they might find out uh, that you're manipulating them because they are doing a podcast episode uh, trying to figure out their uh, trigger points and oh, they finally re realize, oh no, my son, he's using those and this trigger points at me con <laughs> uh, constantly every, every single uh, day. Uh, I know he has the best uh, intentions in mind, but still I kind of feel that he abused my trust or something. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, again, I want to clarify that I, I don't do that and haven't done that to like an extreme or anything. But just when I, I've seen situations where I just know a better solution or where I just have, yeah, just have the template for a better life for that person, then I, I again, I see it my, as my responsibility to present that to them. And to hopefully make them understand that that's the best way forward, <laughs> which in itself Man, uh, that is, is that sounds quite wrong actually the way you put it out there. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I just trust people that I just trust that people yeah, are smart enough yeah. to to understand what I mean. But um, the thing is, so wait, your question was, isn't it better to just talk about it openly yeah, rather isn't than it trying for the to manipulate? Relationship? Yeah, absolutely. This one hundred percent, and that's why what I've been trying to do the last few years. Okay. And again, it it has become. I, I would say that it's become almost second nature to rather talk about those things openly. I would say, in the process of kind of unlearning that a bit or controlling it better, I've also become more, let's say, emotionally intelligent, whatever that means. And therefore, I don't really have a problem just talking openly and be like, "Hey, look." I think that's better for you. You know what's best for you. That's just my proposition. And that's why I think it's better for you. If you want to do that, go ahead. If not, then not. Um, cool. I'm, it, it's your decision to do whatever you want. And at this point, it's really not, it's not difficult for me to do that. It's not like, oh my God, I have to control myself and convince myself that that's the best way for the person. And that's that's the, let's say, honest way without manipulating them. It's really just, yeah, it, it has become second nature. And I think the thing with quote-unquote manipulating people that was maybe extreme a few years ago was more of a more of a need for control 
around my environment and less from a let's say mm-hmm. less from a less from an addiction to manipulate people it was more like i want to make sure that the closest people around me and the environment around me is structured and organized or whatever in the best way possible and that everyone reaches the full potential and everyone is successful and whatever and therefore i'm gonna take charge and just make sure that that's the case whatever the means and now i'm just at a point where like you know what everyone's responsible for themselves some people just don't want to be helped some people want to do things their own way no matter what other people say so i'm just gonna and some people to actually want to be helped constantly yeah i want to be helped constantly and are like and you aren't are capable of just exactly exactly and i think make their life perfect. i'm at a point where i'm like you know what most people around me are my age or even older than me so i trust that they're mature enough to make their own decisions and if they want my advice sure if they don't then i won't give it to them and if they want to follow it go ahead if not then not it's your decision it's your life do what you want um and yeah that's that's my position right now just to clarify Hmm. cool man sounds sounds like you're in a very good way to me <laughs> because course, i'm obviously I'm the dealing best. with the same uh, <laughs> same issues same same struggles so i guess we're we're quite far through the episode already man yeah do you feel like you could take anything away from <laughs> this little workshop as it seemed like again i guess but, uh, well was it a question or i'm not sure if yeah, yeah. did you answer do you feel like you took something away or not oh yeah for sure I, I thought you were talking or what to, did you to take the away audience <laughs> uh, i took away that in my way is the best way and that i'm just the best person alive and that yeah, people I'm should obviously listen right. to me yeah and that's, that's uh, my, it's my opinion that has to be uh put through against yours then it's mine obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh look look the power play, play again uh, now we're talking uh, um talking. i mean look at well, you look at your bullet head man <laughs> You still have a long way to go. <laughs> I have a long way to go. That's true. Man, I tell you now how you should structure your life. You should earn in the next 10 years $1 billion or so. And then your One hair automatically regrows. Billion. Billion or million? Billion. Okay. Billion. Sure. Yeah, because then your hair automatically regrows. We have seen that with yeah, Elon Musk. Just like Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just uh, magically reappeared. Uh, well, yeah. something I t- took away from the episode is that... I think in every social interaction, there are power games at play and it's good to be aware of them. And it's also good to know your trigger points and know what other people can quote unquote abuse when it comes to those social power games. And also now what we talked about the last few minutes, that whole thing of like quote unquote positive manipulation and kind of getting people to do what you want them to do it it can be you know there can be pure intentions and good intentions behind that but you have to be very careful and careful and let people very make caring. their own decisions and uh, very caring yeah uh, and make no, very let caring. people very <laughs> yeah you you definitely shouldn't be very caring uh, because then people are just gonna hate you but yeah you just have to let people make their own decisions and you know people should be mature enough to to know what's what's best for them and if they want your advice you can give it to them and if they don't then don't um that's yeah that's my main takeaway and probably a pretty good summary of this week's episode what do you think yeah no, I, I I agree. Like the most, uh, I actually to 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 give a bit of context why we're talking power, power today. Um, I've had, or this was part of a philosophy seminar of of mine, uh, thinking about power and how we use power and how other people exert power um, over us. And since I had that seminar, I completely viewed all my interactions with other people differently. Uh, for example, at work or some or stuff like that where people are really trying to manipulate you or trying to find your trigger points or actually I found them already a bit and trying to get you by that, trying to pull, pull through their, their will by that. And obviously it's not healthy to see every little interaction with every human like that, that they just want to put through and exert their power and pull their will through above mine and stuff. That's not leading to healthy relationships. But in some conversations... 
um, or when people manage to make me do something that in uh, looking back, I actually did not, I do not fully 100% support with my value system or well, what I actually imagine my life to be, then the thinking about how they might have used power in that situation really, really made me quite aware of, <laughs> of how people got me and how I can avoid those situations in the future. So might make sense also for it. Uh, our our dear dear listeners out there to also also try to reflect a bit about that. Uh, at least personally, it's it's I think brought me a long way to analyze or to to grasp the general theme of some conversations or some some interactions with other people that were not so enjoyable. Uh, yeah, for sure. All right, man. Nice that we use episode. our power play right now to make you subscribe to our channel because <laughs> how will you get a successful future without listening to all our fancy advice and thoughts that we come up with right you need to well, hit the subscribe well, button yeah. right now otherwise <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be failing utterly failing uh, yes failing he already in has life. installed the 20 year plan for you uh, right on the shelf he has every single um, subscriber of us already stalked analyzed and made a, a proposal for the next 30 years if you want that, write us a mail with your recommendation yeah. about the podcast. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, 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 and it only costs likes. it only costs uh, three hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's pretty affordable. Cents. I get the ninety nine cents. and sixty nine cents. Okay, yeah, sorry, four hundred twenty dollars sixty nine cents. <laughs> That's what we agree. Exactly. Uh, we reduced the price right now for you. Special offer only this week. <laughs> uh, exactly. Awesome. All right. But no, Perfect. we'd actually appreciate it if you subscribe or gave us a review, comment and stuff. That's how oh, we can also grow stuff. and learn and that would be cool if you, if you could do so. Make us the five star rated best podcast in Europe or so. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta aim, we gotta aim high, right? Thanks for listening, exactly. people. Thanks for being here, Yasin. Over and out, I guess. Yeah, bye-bye, guys. <laughs>